0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iron. When I'm not doing this. I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. And uh, it's that time again we have a new mock draft to talk about. And how we do it here is uh, look at what I have on SN and take it from a fantasy football perspective. Because things are always changing, and a lot of things in flux here as we get closer to the draft on april 25th here so we're now uh, just a couple weeks away so into that goodness there Now, uh, as a quick note for next week uh I'll be on vacation so we'll have a couple shows there looking at the strength of schedule in terms of fantasy breaking that down as the nfl schedule expected to be released so give you a little bit of a advanced scouting on uh, what these teams are facing we already have all the opponents lined up and the locations for these games just looking for the dates and times, so that'll help us to look a little closer at the fantasy schedule but in, van- in advance of that we'll have uh just looking at teams that based on the divisions they're in and the divisions they're facing outside and other opponents that uh, set up nicely for fantasy football success and that's a little different from the regular strength of schedule so we'll have only a couple of shows next week on uh, vacation there so we'll still get you there bridge you to the draft and go on out there draft week giving you some extra content as well so not as much to talk about there as we get closer but we will have plenty once the schedule's out and we have the draft ...in the books, and uh, we can look at these teams as complete entities for reality and fantasy football for 2019. Now, let's dive into breaking down my latest mock draft. At the top, there is no change. It's still the same. And uh, we'll do this in two parts, as we always do. We'll go through picks 1 through 16 on today's show. We'll come back with 17 through 32 and how we see those playing out... Uh, and just keeping in mind that uh, even if it's a defensive move, it does have effect on fantasy football. Number one is uh, Kyler Murray, still to the Cardinals, from Oklahoma. Now, the other team that could get him is the Raiders, and that se- seems like it's down to do these two teams. But to me, even if there's Josh Rosen still on the team in Arizona, they can't work out quite the trade they want. They could keep Murray as well because... There's just not much investment there in Josh Rosen overall. So, yeah, they maneuvered a little bit in the draft to get him. But however you look at it, Kyler Murray is going to be the lead here right now. If they trade Rosen, it's a 100% guarantee that he's going to be the guy. If they keep Rosen around, you never know. There could be a battle and things could get interesting under Cliff Kingsbury. But Murray's the guy, and Murray does have a lot of appeal in fantasy, I'd like to see the Cardinals upgrade their receiving core, maybe get a tight end in this draft, things that uh, would line up a little bit more. They do have Larry Fitzgerald and Christian Kirk, so not a bad baseline for a young quarterback. Kirk really came on strong last year. But a lot of that was uh, some chemistry with Rosen and the quarterbacks they had and the offense that they operated. So Kirk adjusting to a new offense as well. Fitzgerald will be nice to, again, before we trust in Murray or whoever's starting for the Cardinals, uh, assuming it's Murray, that uh, we want to see a little bit more to help the quarterback and produce. Now, the next pick here that we look at is also the same as what we've had for a while, the 49ers and Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa, to me, is the best player in the draft, and if... The 49ers are picking and have their shot at anyone. they got to go with Nick Bosa. They need a pass rusher. Solomon Thomas is moving inside. to Buckner is inside. This is a big void on their defense. It makes a lot of sense. It fills a need. And he's the best player. And you look at, again, when you look at that collection of defensive talent, the 49ers uh, were rather reserved there in free agency again. But this is a pretty good defense coming together. If uh, Jason Verrett works out moving him from the Chargers. This is going to be pretty good defense up front and the back end making plays. And uh, really, a lot of that also depends on their offense. Can they build leads and uh, put pressure on teams? And I think there's definitely the potential to do that. Our next pick that we look at, this one, a little bit of change, and we'll talk about three and four together here, the Jets and the Raiders. And... Quinn and Williams and Josh Allen seem to go in any order in these two picks. I'm going with Quinn and Williams here. I know Josh Allen's been in a lot of mock drafts at Jets. Because it lines up with what they're doing. But so does Quinn and Williams. I mean, this is going to be a bit of a hybrid front screen s- scheme I'm going to see from Greg Williams. Because they're talking about base 3-4. Sticking with what their personnel was tailored to in the previous regime. But uh, Greg Williams, we know in the past, has always been a 4-3 coordinator most recently with Cleveland before stopping in New York. So I don't see them totally adhering to that, which means they need a little bit more defensive line help in their rotation, and not just going to be the three-man uh, traditional there with Leonard Williams already up there. So when you look at it, Quinn and Williams and the Jets, I mean, Greg Williams can really get this unit to make a lot more plays. They have a pretty darn good uh, secondary led by the safeties there, Jamal Adams, Mark May, if healthy. So they've got those guys back there. Defense now is C.J. Mosley in the middle. So Jets have a lot more defensive potential, and I think their offense could score a lot as well. So team like the 49ers, they upgrade their pass rush, with, whether it's with Williams or Allen, that you look at a lot of dividends being paid for the Jets, and the Jets having some fantasy football viability if you think about they play the Dolphins a couple times they have the Bills there are things to consider there with the Jets now the Raiders you're not going to consider them right now defensively but Josh Allen wherever he goes especially if it's the Raiders chance to make a ton of plays be a very big IDP force Williams we know a defensive lineman in that particular position I think he could really help and produce right away an IDP but it's a lot easier when you're the pass rusher and you're a natural And you can have that history of production and can uh, transition well. And uh, Josh Allen, I think, as much as there's been the rumor of the Jets, I actually think he fits the Raiders a little bit better. They can really do what they did with Khalil Mack in a different scheme. They had Jack Del Rio back then with uh, Paul Gunther. I think that's the same type of hybrid player that Allen could play for the Raiders. So... Williams and Allen, I like this combination in some form to the Jets and Raiders. I don't think either team can go wrong going either way with those two picks, and that's a good spot to be in in the draft. Our next pick is number five here. It's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and uh, there's one pick that's starting to line up for them. It's Devin White, the inside linebacker of LSU. They lost Quan Alexander. And free agency, they're switching to a 3-4, which means they need more inside personnel here. And Devin White, I mean, this would be a great spot. And I talked about a little bit in my mock draft. Daryl Washington, if you remember that name, before he had some off-field trouble. And also keep in mind Carlos Dansby in the Todd Bowles defense. These guys were stat sheet stuffers. They got around the field, made plays in coverage, got to the quarterback, got the tackles that you're looking for in IDP. So Devin White, if he ends up with Tampa Bay, he's going to be just an IDP force immediately as a rookie. And I think in some ways he might be better suited for 4-3 where he's in the middle, but we see right now these schemes that are mixed mix of a little bit of everything with bowls that White will be in position to make a ton of plays. Now our next pick that we look at is Rashawn Gary, the uh, defensive tackle, defensive end from Michigan to the Giants at number six. So that's a big change. Giants not going offense here. They've been tied to Dwayne Haskins for a while here. Maybe consider a wide receiver later, maybe a tight end of the spot if they want to do some double tight end work with Evan Ingram. There's a lot of ways the Giants can go, but I think ultimately Rashawn Gary having him there, a versatile defensive player. It does not surprise me at all. The Giants are in position to go best player available. They're a rebuilding team. They're not going to find all their answers in this year's draft. Quarterback, they're not going to force the issue. They're going to look for the good value there, whether it's number 17 later in this round, the pick they got from the Browns, or look at uh, potential for a, a quarterback there in the top of the second round. But Gary would be a good addition to the Giants. I talked about him that... There's a little bit of a Calais Campbell in him in a smaller package. So, Giants is going to be hard to pass him up there if that opportunity arises. Now, as a reminder, we've had our mock draft extravaganza there on the network uh, with our locked on NFL draft shows, locked on NFL show, or team by team shows. So, did a great job. Uh, Check that show out and continue to listen to all our. Shows here as we rev up, get closer to the draft. Here, it's going to be here before you know it. So, Locked on NFL Draft, the Draft Dudes podcast. All teams that you want to know, we've talked about a lot of the guys picking at the top. So, check out their shows. It's fantastic. Uh, Our hosts do a great job across the network. And a reminder again, you can download these podcasts of any kind uh, by using the Himalaya platform. Uh, you know, you can get your podcast in many way, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, but Himalaya, I'll, I'll recommend to you, is the smoothest way to do so, and uh, we're proud to be uh, teamed up with them to help you bring all the shows on the Locked On Network. We'll be right back here to look at the next wave of picks in the first half of the first round of my latest Sporting News Mock Draft. Alright, we're up to number seven here and we get to offense and yeah so we go back to offense here after Kyler Murray the first offensive pick through the first six at number one to the Cardinals and I have the Jaguars taking Jawan Taylor the offensive tackle from Florida so they stay in state here get some help Jacksonville to Gainesville this makes a lot of sense because you look at their offense uh, I think they have some pieces to work with they're Happy that Marquise Lee is looking a little healthier. Keelan Cole, D.D. Westbrook. So at some point they're going to address wide receiver. Tight end could be an option as well that they that they think about more and more. So those are skill positions however. They need a little bit more of an anchor. Their offensive line could use a guy to help protect Nick Foles because they're going to throw the ball downfield a lot more with confidence with Foles in there versus Blake Bortles. And then you also have uh, Leonard Fournette needs a little bit of help up front blocking as well. So think Jawan Taylor, immediate guy. So I think that's a good move for the Jaguars upgrades their offensive skill players by getting better pass protection, better blocking up front. So that's what we want to see from the Jaguars really upgrade around Nick Foles and Leonard Fournette to make them a true force that uh, we can pay attention to in fantasy football to open things up for other positions there as well. The number eight pick we have is the Lions. Montez Sweat is the guy I have, the edge rusher from Mississippi State. This would be a great pick for the Lions, and their defense would suddenly be on the map as well. I think they're going to go defensive end. Most likely with this pick, as much as possible, if the right value lies. And uh, Montez Sweat certainly is that value for the Lions. You put him with Trey Flowers, it's going to be pretty nasty of pass rush for Matt Patricia. So, you need those pass rushers. You have Aaron Rodgers in division. You have Mitch Trubisky, Kirk Cousins. You need to rev up this part of your team. And the Lions want to have more of that defensive identity. So... Sweat would be a great pick for the Lions and uh, good for their purposes. Uh, Now, the next pick is also a help for a quarterback up and coming that they want to get to get the ball downfield. The Bills with Andre Dillard, the offensive tackle with Washington State. So the Bills have really made it a point to upgrade their offensive line. They knew it was weak. They got Mitch Morse for center, Ty to start as well and uh spencer long another offensive line men for the interior playing guard here so they need to upgrade their left tackle ever josh allen big strong kid that they want to push the downfield ball with we know that he likes throwing deep and you gotta buy time so you go for a very pure pass protector here so i like dillard or if it would happen joan taylor over some other guys in this draft, like Cody Ford, and uh, Dalton Risner, and Jonah Williams, because for their particular purposes, because this is a team that needs to be able to throw the ball downfield better. We saw flashes of that with Robert Foster. They got John Brown in free agency as well. So that points to a team that wants to throw the ball downfield and stretch it more. And Dillard would definitely round that out. Now, number ten, we get to our first quarterback after Murray, it's Dwayne Haskins. Now, there's been a lot of talk about where Haskins is going to land. Is he going to go a lot higher? He was tied to the Giants a lot. Is some team going to trade up to get him? Is his stock falling? And he's going to go in the mid-first round or late-first round even here because of the way things have kind of fallen on the board at other positions. But no, I think the Broncos, even with Joe Flacco there, the bridge quarterback, and John Elway maybe not forcing himself here, I think this is his type of quarterback. Big, strong guy with the arm. Isn't the most mobile, moves around. He's not the athlete, of course, that Elway is, but a guy that can move around a little bit by time with his feet in the pocket, throw down field, confidently uh, stretch the field here. I mean, Flacco's an indication that's what the Broncos want to do. They want to run, 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 and then pound it and throw a little bit more to stretch the field. Haskins would fit right in that. Yeah, that's the offense he was with in Ohio state with Ryan day. So Ryan day to LA, not a bad place for a guy to transition to after a big senior season, Six three, two thirty one. He I even looked slim down at the pro day. So everything is looking good for Haskins here to the Broncos. That's developing more and more steam. And that, that would be a great pick for both sides of this. And Haskins, we'd definitely pay attention to that battle because there are some receivers there. Cortland Sutton that they got last year. Deshaun Hamilton, Emmanuel Sanders is back. So there's a potential that Haskins would even have more appeal than Kyler Murray with the Cardinals in that current situation. We have to see what else develops for the Cardinals and Broncos and if Haskins does end up there. So, But right now, Haskins, I think, is the better pro-ready quarterback and can fit in the system well. So... The, the only question with him is, can he beat out Flacco? And we feel pretty good about that one at some point, given the way things worked out with Lamar Jackson in Baltimore with a little bit of a break last year. Our next pick, as we stay offense for a while, is uh, Cody Ford, the offensive tackle from Oklahoma. I list him as that because that's what he's going to play for the team picking at 11. The Bengals, now there's rumors that the Bengals would be sitting there ready to get Dwayne Haskins, and we'll address those here. And that clearly puts the confirmation of the rumors that uh, they do not have complete faith in Andy Dalton with the new coaching staff. They want to change things up here with Zach Taylor. There's their offensive-minded head coach. So a lot of things to consider there with this Bengals decision. They could think about defense if someone's around that they like. Now, Devin White could be a consideration if he's still around. But Cody Ford shores up right tackle. He can um, start right away for them. And uh, this would be the more sensible pick right now. The Bengals don't desperately need a quarterback. Some people would say they do because Andy Dalton has hit his ceiling and it's not that great. But in the end, that's what we're going to watch. Bengals taking an offensive line or defensive player and uh, seeing that, weighing that versus taking a quarterback. Now, if Haskins is available, it completely changes things, then Haskins in Cincinnati, yeah, we're really going to like that because you have Joe Mixon, you got uh, Tyler Boyd, and, of course, Adriel Jeremiah Green as your number one wide receiver. So things would be in place for... Haskins to have a lot of success in that spot even ahead of the Broncos so that's something we'll monitor totally here as it develops and it definitely could happen now as we hear the rumors now our next pick we'll talk about here is uh, number 12 the Green Bay Packers, uh, Devin Bush I have them taking the inside linebacker from Michigan, I think it's a great pick for them they're the they've already rebuilt a lot of their back seven with Preston Smith and the Darius Smith. And they also have uh, Adrian Amos for safety. So this would round it out. They did lose Jake Ryan. they in free agency, another Michigan guy. So Mike Pettin needs a guy in the middle to anchor things And well, Devin Bush would be a great playmaker on this back seven. You just fly around and make a ton of plays. They already have Blake Martinez. So it'd be a good combination there on the second level. And, uh, I'd love to see this because I think Green Bay could be definite defensive force again with the Smiths rushing the passer, getting off the edge, Amos making a lot of plays in coverage as well as their other young defensive backs and Bush roaming around everywhere and being a good IDP player. So this is a good spot, great spot for him, really. And uh, again, White and Bush are going to be up there in the IDP land at linebacker and being really productive immediately as rookies. Now, as a reminder that uh, you can take Locked on Fantasy Football on all the shows on the network, uh, wherever you go. You, if you have a smart speaker, you, you can listen at home and just say, play Locked on Fantasy Football. You can do that as well in your car, home or in your car. Digestible listening, convenient format here. And uh, now we're revving up as well beyond the NFL draft for... Uh, The MLB heat of the season with May just around the corner, that's when uh, things really heat up in Major League Baseball and uh, NBA playoffs as well coming around the bend here. So big April here as we transition, uh, have the draft, big part of uh, Major League Baseball and the end of the NBA season. So all kinds of uh, excitement there to uh, keep track of and, again, Smart speaker, just say play podcast, locked on fantasy football, and you're good to go. Whether you're home or on the go. We'll be right back here to look at picks uh, number 13 through 16 to close the show. Okay, we are back here, and uh, we have a few more guys to talk about. We have one more big-time skill position player offensively, there in our final four picks, here we'll spend a little bit more time on him. But number 13, Dolphins, Ed Oliver. I love what Ed Oliver can do. You can put him in any position on the defensive line. And Dolphins are going to be all about versatility here with uh, Brian Flores, the former Patriots defensive coordinator taking over. It's not bad because you have a, a sweat going to Matt Patricia. Now you got Ed Oliver going to uh, Brian Flores. So you'll move him around, use him really well in this defense. It helps the Dolphins rebuild. Not much to see here. They have a lot of things to repair up front on both sides of the ball and then figuring out how their offense is going to go forward. So a little bit of a bridge year for the Dolphins, and uh, Ed Oliver kind of uh, confirms that with that selection. Now, Atlanta Falcons don't think they're a bridge year. They want to keep winning or try to bounce back and win with Matt Ryan and Julio Jones there. So when you look at that, The Falcons uh, went through a tough year last year, but uh, they were right on the brink of, we know, winning the Super Bowl just not too long ago and got back to the playoffs. So you look at the Falcons, they need some help on the offensive line. Rebuilding a little bit, they did get James Carpenter and uh, Jamon Brown there in free agency, but right tackle is an issue with Ryan Schrader. He's done a lot of good work there, he's gone. So Jonah Williams, the Alabama offensive tackle would be a great spot there and really... Help uh, both Devonta Freeman coming back is the workhorse, Edo Smith. That's your new backfield with no Tevin Coleman. And uh, also help Matt Ryan on the outside as well, hold things down. So this team really benefit, benefited from great offensive line play when Matt Ryan was the MVP and when Freeman was running his best here with Kyle Shanahan. So maybe they can restore that this particular season and uh, get that buzz back for this Falcons offense. At number 15, this is the offensive skill player that we told you to talk about, DK Metcalf, the wide receiver of old Miss to the Washington Redskins at number 15. This is a great thing for the Redskins to do here. They've got some quarterback options. It's not great, but it's a bridge year. Case Keenum was uh, traded for with Alex Smith, the concern about his future. Colt McCoy coming off an injury as well, so Case Keenum is kind of and back up to the backup plan here for the Redskins. So if you can go get Case Keenum, you got to get some help because you can't trust Josh Doxson anymore, another first-round pick. So Metcalf, immediate number one in Washington. No more Jamison Crowder there from the slot. So they need some playmakers. You can't count on Jordan Reed to be healthy either. So Metcalf step would be a good position, 6'3", 228. This team still figures to be playing from behind and throwing quite a bit. Keenum, we've seen, even if he's not always effective, he's a gunslinger. And uh, you can see that. So Metcalf to the Redskins or another wide receiver, I think definitely would perk up our attention as a, a nice sleeper here. In the draft as a wide receiver three in fantasy football. And finally, we we'll round up our first half look here at my latest mock draft with Cleland Farrell. Defensive end from Clemson going to the Panthers. The Panthers are waiting as well for a pass rusher, much more like the way the Lions are and the Dolphins probably are at this point. So versatility is the name of their game as well with Ron Rivera and uh, taking a better approach to the defense. So six four two sixty four. they can have him help against the run, have him on the edge, start him there and make some big moves. A little bit of uh, Julius Peppers in terms of that pure... Ferocious pass rushness that we see, and uh, he's also very good stopping the run. So, good complete player that the Panthers would like on their offense, and doesn't hurt he's right down the street there in South Carolina, coming out of Clemson. So, there you have it. There's a look at your top 16 picks now in my latest mock draft for Sporting News, breaking down for what these teams are thinking and how that affects fantasy football and. Uh, We'll come back with tomorrow's show looking at 17 through 32 there. and uh, So, exciting that we're getting closer to draft, and we're glad that you're, you're here with us on the Lockdown Network and listening to Lockdown Fantasy Football. For Lockdown Fantasy Football, this has been Mayor. We'll see you next time with the second half of the mock draft.